welcome all to the another session of chandogya upanishad om namo brahma dibhyo brahma vidya sampradaya kartrabhyo vamsha rishibhyo mahadbhyo namo gurubhyo shankaram shankaracharyam keshavam badarayanam sutravashikrutau vande bhagavanto punah punah ishvaro gururatmeti murti veda vibhagine ವ್ಯೋಮವ್ಯಾಪ್ತೇಹಾಯ ದಕ್ಷಿಣಮೂರ್ತ ಆಪ್ಯಾಯಂದು ಮಾಂಗಾರಿ ವಾಕ್ ಪ್ರಾಣಚಕ್ಷುಶ್ರೋತ್ರ ಅಥೋ ಬಲಮಿಂದ್ರಿಯಾಷತ ಮಾಹಂ ಬ್ರಹ್ಮ ನಿರಾಕುಲ್ಯಾಕರೋದ್ಕರಣಮಸ್ತು ನಿರಾಕರಣ ಮೇ ಅಸ್ತು ತದಾತ್ಮನಿ ನಿರತೆಯ ಉಪನಿಷತ್ಸು ಧರ್ಮಾ ತೇಮಯಿ ಸಂತು ತೇಮಯಿ ಸಂತು ಓಂ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಸೊ ವಿ ಎಂಟರ್ಡ್ ದ ಸಿಕ್ಸ್ ಚಾಪ್ಟರ್ ವಿತ್ ದ ಸ್ಟೋರಿ ಆಫ್ ಶ್ವೇತಕೇತು ಬೀಯಿಂಗ್ ಆಸ್ಟ್ ಬೈ ಹಿಸ್ ಫಾದರ್ ಟು ಗೋ ಫಾರ್ ಸ್ಟಡೀಸ್ ವಾಟ್ ಈಸ್ ಆಸ್ ಪರ್ ದ tradition and uh, from the age of 12 to 24 he has been in the gurukula and when he came back father observed that he is having a arrogance in his uh, you know approach and the attitude with which he was behaving which he felt that he is not the right thing for a person who has done the proper study and who has understood the reality of life by brahmatnyani or one who has known the brahman he cannot have at any point of time an arrogance or you know superior feeling because he doesn't see difference between himself and others so the father asked shwetagetho yennu somyedam mahamana anu anuchamani ಸ್ತಬ್ಧೋಸ್ಯೂತಾಮೇಶ್ಯಾಂಗಿಕೋಸ್ಟನ್ the arrogance whether it has come so when he is heard yena shrutam shrutam bhavati that have your teachers taught you that knowledge known hearing which what is unheard becomes heard amatam matam bhavati what cannot be mentated or imagined or you know idea with the idea can be understood or can be brought into the realm of the mind avitnyadam vitnyadam bhavadi that cannot be known by non with the sense organs and the mind and intellect that becomes known vitnyadam bhavadi so the son was wonderstruck by the question of the father and he says katham no bhagava sa adesha bhavati iti what is that teaching oh, oh sir because those days unlike uh, in today's system those days 
there were reverence to the parents and the, they were addressed with the reverence so shetakedu says venerable sir what is that instruction which you are asking for with which the heard unheard becomes heard the un, unthinkable becomes thinkable and the unknown by knowledge ordinary knowledge becomes known so here the father is specifying a particular teaching which is which which has not obviously has not been understood by the son because if he has known or if he has been taught by this he would have given the answer more than the answer father would have seen that in his behavior he would not have been carrying the arrogance and the feeling that he has studied all the vedas on his head and the attitude so obviously the question was to two with the two intention one is to put him down to make him realize that he is not all that you know what he thinks he is at the same time the father wants to know this that the son whether he has understood it what it is that so the son says to the father sir if what is this teaching if it had been known to my teachers they would have definitely taught me obviously this means that the those who taught me also have not heard about it or not they would not know about it so were no i there is no point in me going back to the same gurugula and asking for this to the teachers where they have no knowledge about it if they had the knowledge they would have taught me so that is why the the son immediately realizes what he has missed and what or what he has not yet learned from the gurugula but obviously he knows that father knows about it so what is that teaching he wants it in that manner please instruct me into that teaching so the father doesn't give the initial itself a direct detailed reply but an indicative reply to test whether the son is able to understand that he also wanted to know the capability of the son to understand that teaching so he says yada soumya ekena mrutpendena sarvam rinmayam vitnyatam syad vacharambanam vikaro namadeyam mrittigateva satyam oh my dear son soumya yatha just as ekena mrutpendena by the lump knowing the clay the lump of the clay with which everything is being made mrinmayam whatever is made out of mud will become known to the one who knows about the clay sangra has got a very lengthy argument i mean lengthy discussion on that but simplifying that no how can that just as the ordinary world you know we we have this we see the objects made of many things they are all products of something from the cause and effect which we see for example the next example is the gold and the following the third one is about uh, iron so in all these places we have saying that there is a parent material or a source material which itself becomes into different objects of usage in our day to day world so how 
the question which the sun which uh, the question which can come is that how can the knowledge of the material cause of clay bring the knowledge of its products which are totally different will be the question naturally will have if i say if if i know that i am i am walking on the earth and all the things which are coming out of the earth are which is which is being converted into plants and then utilities like bricks and uh, houses and uh, you know metals and usages and everything so by knowing the earth or the 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 substance on which we walk how do we how do you expect us to know that each of the products come which comes out of the earth see even the gold the the iron the aluminium the the plants the tree the food everything comes from earth so how can we know if we know earth everything will be known that is not really a way in which one can understand so the answer is that you know it is not the position which we are talking about because the prod the statement which intended by that vacharam vacharam banam vikaro namadeyam vrittigatteva satyam means it is all formation into words and forms of the parent cause or the material cause as met different material so the product or the the effect or the karya is non different from the cause or the source from where it has come the pot or the ornament is non different from the source material if you can think of you know a, any any object which is created will doesn't have any any aspect of the parent material or cause material in into the effect part is is something which is not really possible in this thing because the cause itself becomes the effect in the form of either physical transformation or in the chemical physical or and the other forms of transformation but in that there will be the parent material available all the time as a matter of fact whatever may be the effect is entirely may be seen as different from its cause but in essence it is not different from the cause then how how are the ideas that you know this is the cause and effect in is there in our world due to the that is where that word you know vachkarambadam vikaro namadheya see the sans beauty of sanskrit is nama means name dheya that the word dha is there supported by a efficient uh, a material cause the name appearing the material cause in a different aspect is only available as long as the name is attributable to that product for example the pot has a name we call it as a pot because it the name pot has its support in the existence of the clay with which the shape is maintained this is the aspect of something which has to the when we go to the second chapter of this sixth, second uh, section of the second chapter 
it's a detailed discussion on that so before unless before going there the namadeya is the name is supported we think the name is because of the shape or the form no the shape and the form has a support on the parent material the shape of the pot cannot be there without the mud so the shape of the pot because of which we have given the name pot so the pot nama dheya the word dheya means is is derived from the name because it takes a support from something else here it is the form and the form itself is taking the support from the parent material clay because if we remove the parent material the clay neither the form can exist nor the name can exist therefore the dependency of the reality of the pot is the name is depending upon the form and the form is depending upon the clay that for the dependency on the main main the parent material or the initial material is mandatory for the effects which we see in this world why this is important this example is important is that we are going to the when we go to the next section the starting statement is sadeva soumya idamagra asit in the beginning everything was in the form of sat mean existence this is how the second pada is going to start uh, in the chapter so to know that and the details explanation of that it is mandatory that a practical example is taken up and analyzed threadbare so the pot shape depending upon the clay is the reason why we have a name pot and the utility is different the utility is also we say the pot is the utilized and clay cannot be utilized that is the way in which we say that, that is why we feel the reality in the world the transitional world the transactional world is considered real because there is utility there is uh, you know experience is real we have the feeling we have experience things but to know these things are happening take let us assume the pot again can the pot give experience of a pot for storage or liquid or the grains or etc without the mud it is impossible without the mud the pot itself doesn't exist if the pot doesn't exist the name doesn't exist so the utility of the pot with the name of pot and the shape of the pot also is dependent upon the material which is called the clay this aspect of the clay being the fundamental reality for the existence of the pot to come into a shape of a pot and thereby getting a name for the shape as a pot thereafter the utility which we are seeing is the reality which we are giving to the pot not because the pot is in itself a reality it is a dependent reality on the clay but when we are utilizing the pot our our attention is fully all the time on the shape and the 
and and the utility aspect of it whether it is a pot or whether it is something else or made of mud even if it is a doll or a lamp so this aspect is the most important thing which one should give important when we come to the next chapter the same is example in the in the case of gold in the next example yada saumya ekena lohamanina sarvam lohamayam vitnyatam syad vajarambanam vikaro namadeyam lohita mityeva satyam now here again the same way what i explained about the pot here he is saying that the lump of gold or an ingot of gold converts itself into ornaments in the name of different utility of ornaments and things like that or it can be a crown it can be a bangle it can be a ring whatever may be that same way as we discussed in the caves of a lump of clay and the earth pot and the shape and the name and the utility here also the utility of a ring or a bangle or the beauty of it the you know the decoration on the body the beautification of it all those are real experience wise they are all real nobody is denying that but where does that experience depend upon the product which is the effect like the bangle or the ring but where does the name bangle and the ring depend upon it depends upon the shape in which they are being used it is the same gold when it is put on the finger we call it as a ring when it is put on the hand we call it as a bangle etc so it is the form which gives the name the name is dependent upon the form the name is the reason why we have an experience of the utility and everything so utility reality experience everything is depend upon the name and the form which in in reality is dependent upon the source of the material which is called the ingot of gold there is no way we can use the gold ingot as such as a property for any purpose but when it becomes a form of a ring or a bangle there is a utility for when we reverse the format without the form without the ingot of the gold neither can the form the shape the name and the utility can survive they do not come into picture at all if the gold has not been there to convert itself into these forms we cannot utilize it therefore again it says that vacharambanam vacharambanam means vakalambanam vakalambanam means dependency on the name vikara means form namadheyam is based supported by the name is the reason why we have the utility of the gold lohitam iti eva satyam for all that the reality for that the the ornaments is lohitam or the gold ornament and one more example he says that yada soumya nakanikrandena sarvam krishna 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 samvijnadam syat vajarambanam vigaro namadeyam कृष्णाय कृष्णाय सत्यम एवं सौम्य सा आदेशो भवति दिस इज द इंस्ट्रक्शन 
So Adesho Bhavadi. This is what is to be the teaching. Looks very you know simple and you know insignificant from the point of view when you look at that examples. Here he is taking that Krishna Krishna Ayasam. Ayas Ayas means iron. Krishna Ayasam means black. So he is talking about the black iron or the the iron which is which is converted into nail cutter here. Nagakritena. The nail cutter, the scissor, the knife. In whatever form you want to convert the iron, you can convert it. And all of them have utility. The utility is depending upon the name and the form with which they the same iron is appearing. Without which the form and the name can, cannot exist. Therefore, Vacharambadam Vikaro Namadeyam. Dependence on the name and the form is what we feel as the reality. But in reality, Krishna Ayam Nityeva Satyam. It is the iron which is the reality. This is the Adesha or this is the instruction which you have to think about it. Now he is asking his son, have you understood this? Oh my boy, this is the way in which you have to understand. Now he has, the speaker has made several new illustrative examples for the purpose of, you know, including endless things. We can see that there are many things which have been utilized, illustrated by the earth, the gold or the iron. Now, this, these examples are for the purpose of strengthening the conviction. The father wants the instruction which he is going to start from the next Pada beginning onwards. A conviction, it is, see, as we, know, we all know that Shravana Manana Nididhyasana is the main pillar of Advaita and Vedanta. The Shravana to become a conviction, a Nididhyasana, you have to do Manana. And in that case, the conviction can one only when you give feed or there should be enough feeder stock for the manana. These three examples and the illustrations what the father gave in the first pada is the feed stock for doing the manana. And on thinking and realizing these examples, now he is stepping into the creation of the world. If he has, if you have understood, the cause and effect and the dependency on the cause for the name and the form and the utility, we should now be able to identify how this can be understood in the case of the world and the experiences of the world. If he's here also in the world, we are also having different usages and utility of the world. So before that, we should do the mananam on these examples. Navai nyunam bhagavantastaha etat eva iti eva vai nunam bhagavata esa etat vedi shurya etat eva vishayin khatam me na avakshin niti bhagava swa eva me so, so that the thing is that surely those revered ones did not know this, the teachers. 
नवैनूनम भगवंत हस्त If my teachers had known this, which I explained in the beginning, if they had known this, katham me na vakshenniti, how can they would not have told me this? Bhagava, quotes Rivet sir, tomeva me tad braviti divi, you only teach me this. So the son said that if my teachers definitely have not understood, because I never heard this being referred by my teachers in my teachings. in the 12 years in when i stayed in the gurugula so they do not know therefore oh sir my father tomeva you are the only one who can teach me about please please instruct me into this tad braviti iti tada somya iti hovacha then the son the father says so be it my son i will explain to you this now the father is going to explain this iti prathama kanda this is how the first father is getting over now he is going to take into the the experience of the creation of the world or how the creation has taken place in the beginning itself sadeva soumya idam agra asid ekameva dvitiyam addeka ahuhu sadeva agram asid एकमेवा द्वितीय तस्मासद संजात सो हियर वी शुड अंडरस्टैंड दैट सत एव सौम्य सत बीइंग सत मींस एक्सिस्टेंस और बीइंग सो इन द इंग्लिश ट्रांसलेशन द ट्रांसलेटर एज यूज द वर्ड बीइंग or if you want to you you can use the word existence sadeva that existence or that being alone was in the beginning agre sadeva soumya idam agra agra means in the beginning in the beginning that alone was there and he confirms it with the added adjective to that ekameva advitiyam ekam eva that alone not without a second so each one of these word are in itself in very pregnant and to be studied in detail that tadeka ahuhu asadeva idam agra asid not some say in the beginning that it was non being alone the one only without a second from that non being the second was born so teacher wants to the father wants to bring the two aspects to study aspect one he says sadeva somya idam agra asid same father says some say asadeva agra asid iti dvitiyam they are also say it is ekameva dvitiyam one without a second there is nothing so this is to bring that shunyavadins who are saying that from the nothing is the world is created so the world being stands for that entity which is mere subtle undefinable all pervading taintless impartial and consciousness by nature 
as understood from the Vedanta text. And the part, then, then the principle, the, the adject, the non-declinable eva ensures that, and that, that alone was there in the beginning. So what he's saying that it was in the form of existence alone or being alone. And why it is said it is ekameva and adhyutiyam. Because if we say that that was in the form of consciousness, our mind will immediately take into consideration what was it conscious of. To negate that aspect of consciousness in operation, but consciousness as a being. The existence of consciousness is the form of the Sat. The Sat which is being referred in this Upanishad is the existence of consciousness and consciousness and existence are not two different things. Because in our day-to-day -day world, we have existence of things which are not conscious in from our definition point of view. So we are likely to get confused between existence and consciousness as a single aspect. Ekameva adhyutiyam. One without a second. But the word, the word, the Vedanta or this Upanishad insists that before anything came, let us say the, before the Big Bang came, all that was is in the form of existence and a unified consciousness. Unified because we cannot use the word unified. Therefore, the Vedanta used Adhyutiyam, without a second. So because unific, unified consciousness, if you are to mention that, there should be many to unify into one. But that is not the case. Therefore, Ekameva, that was alone, and one without a second, Adhyutiyam. So, what is this to be understood from? That it is to be understood that this universe with, with its names and forms and activities which is being perceived today by all of us as the transactional world with utility, with a name and form. This name and form were in the form of existence and consciousness before they became the names and forms and the utility. Imagine now the situation of the gold or the mud example in the previous pada. Same way, that consciousness existence, one without a second, itself is the one which is now appearing as multiple. It is that when the, when the mud appeared as the pot, we felt the pot is separate from the mud of the clay, of the lump of the clay. Did in reality the pot become different from the clay? Never at a point of time it was, it cannot be away from the mud. Same way, this universe with, with its names and forms which we are experiencing today is from that one existence and consciousness. And the proof of that is that we can see that the existence and the consciousness in every product. The reason is that 
if we remove the mud from the clay or the pot from the clay clay from the pot the pot cannot be visualized or even imagined a pot without a clay you call it as a utility like utility apparatus it is unimaginable same is the case with every object in the world which we are experiencing if we remove the existence aspect of it i'll come to the consciousness aspect differently separately if you remove the existence as sadrupam sadeva saumya that sat aspect if you remove it can you ever imagine anything which is there but without existence you cannot you have to name it it should have a form and name and utility but it should not be an existing thing a non existent thing therefore it is very similar logic which is being told by the upanishad that we have when we say this whether it has got a name or not this different the moment we use a common name like this we have to tell this to only a thing which is existent it can be an idea it can be an imagination it can be any form of experience in consciousness and in that the moment we say this the existence is preconditioned in it and if it is not existent we cannot use the word this and the word this tattvamasi when we come to that that time you will understand that the word this is the fundamental reality which we use in every object of our experience in our day to day life which we may use it by different names like the sun the moon the cosmos the pan the tree the river the mountain my friend my wife my house myself my body anything you say that it all falls into the category called this this body this house this world this universe this sun this moon this everything is a predominant previous is conditioned by this and this is the word depending upon the existence if existence has not been there the word this cannot be used at all we cannot use a word which is non existent and say this even if say we say this is non existent we have to use the word this so if you say that all this came from non existent asadeva saumyadamagra asit is what the bauddhas or the nihilis mahavaisya vainashikas they say that that is from where it can how can a non existent thing give rise to an existent thing because it has to reflect in the non existence should reflect in the product also like the clay was reflecting in the jar or the gold was reflecting in the ornament the non existent should reflect even in the speaker so the speaker should become non existent a kind how can a non existent speaker become a source to speak and argue it is not possible so 
the in the in the beginning agre the word is used is before we get into the aspect of con cognizing the word the universe for our transactional purpose so there is a question which is coming up is this not the being there now at the present time that has been qualified as a being so in the beginning is it not the same like what you said the sun is asking you said that it is a pot which is of mud so the same thing which is seen now in the world as this or as a being existent being is it is not is it not the same thing which is there in the beginning before everything the answer is not so then why the qualification from the beginning what is meant is that even now at this present moment it is that being it is this being or that being but it is accompanied by a differentiation of name and form the object of the idea of the term this and as such it becomes this is not used before birth the term this cannot be used for the being before birth because that is why the word ad ekameva dvitiyam to say this somebody something else should be there to point it to say this so therefore the word this cannot be used for the primordial thing which we call it as a being or existence so the idea of being cannot be prefaced with the word this but when we experience the world in the multitude we have the name and form therefore the word the idea the term the this comes from that and this word this is the confusing which with which we are forgetting that the word this is standing for that primordial one from which everything is now being experienced as the universe therefore it was the only the being in that before its birth objects can take form and you know shape then we call it as this this is exactly during what happens in the time of deep sleep now when we are talking about before creation let us experience this how it would have been by comparing it with our deep sleep can we say the word this of the deep sleep experience by the person in the deep sleep what is meant is that immediately on waking up from the deep sleep all at once consciousness or the existence appears as mere existence of things but while in deep sleep it was consciousness or the existence alone being without any second one ekameva advitiyam in our deep sleep so the moment we wake up from that state agre every deep sleep assume that it is a word for creation the moment that 
creation takes place how do we experience the world of experiences in the waking or the dream it is not that one by one the world appears to us no immediately the i and the world appears simultaneously together this body consciousness the dehatma buddhi this and the world of experience which is also called this world the both the this appears from that state where there this was cannot be utilized the term this was not utilized in the world of deep sleep so conscious being alone in the in the state of deep sleep is similar to how the world was before creation when we experience this world with multitude of products we have these terms of the different objects in the world with the with the name of different names and forms but we forget about from where did they all appear it all all of them appeared from the same one without a second which was in our deep sleep the negation of the names and forms in the wake is what realized us make realize that the reality of the pot or the different objects of the ornaments are due to the existence of the gold same way the existence of consciousness or the conscious existence is from which the world is now having the names and forms but the doubt will come in the case of the pot it was not only the mud there was a potter or a goldsmith then there were tools instruments the heat the fire and everything uh, if in in that case we have the material cause and the intelligent cause which is the potter etc in the production of this thing and when you are saying that there is no entity second to it hence it is one without a second how does this happen the in the philosophy of vaisheshika and nyaya they also have the same terminology that being the sat and that is how it is become the applied substances qualities and things in the expressions as existing substances so the word they use is existing substances so the existing quality or activity and etc are derived from the existence even by the vaisheshika but there is a difference between that philosophy of the vaisheshika or the nyayaiga compared to what is the veda advaitins when we say that before birth the product it did not exist what mean asadeva saumyadamagra asid is also used by us why asadeva saumyadamagra asid asad means non existence before existence it was non existent the word non existent of what names and forms when you think of non existence of the names and forms what is left out is the existence of the consciousness or being so 
were the vaisheshika as mistaken is that they have not taken this aspect of it therefore they think that even though there is ekameva dvitiyam and sadeva samidamagrasi which they because they are also believers of the vedas one without a second they have not accepted this aspect of it is the name and form which is in the form of asad means without the name without the name and the form what existed is, is called asad either it is you can call it as sat as existence conscious being without a second or the names and forms in the form of non existence was there in the beginning very 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 tricky but very difficult to understand don't confuse that non existence was there in the beginning no the non existence of the names and forms will relieve will give a residue of existence consciousness only so when it is said non existence was there in the beginning it is to mention that the non existence of the names and forms which has now become existence only was the same existence which was there in the beginning therefore ekameva dvitiyam not one without a second before its birth again this is how but the buddha but the bodhas called this as shunya that it is shunyatvam in the form of it was there in the beginning the shunya is the one which has become from shunyata came the existence because in the deep sleep we do not experience anything what is experience is shunyata that to explain that the shunyata of what or the absence of what absence of the names and forms that is what is the shunyata if you are taking then fine but shunyata by itself cannot be a quality of the condition prior to existence because from nothing non existence something which is existent cannot come if you remember the 16th verse of the bhagavad gita nasado vidyate bhavo na bhavo vidyate sada there say the sat only from the sat sat can come from asat if at all something can come it has to have the asat form therefore the non being it is a reality if you take that non being of names and forms then we have no problem that is what the way in which one has to understand that opinion is right for those who posit that negation of things in the form of names and forms is the non existent what they are talking about then it can be accepted but not otherwise here there is this first thing if i had read the sanskrit original sanskrit i think i think it would have been much more more elaborative and understand you know getting into the details but since i am going directly into the translation and explaining it i myself is using terms which are which make sense to us in explanation but i am omitting some of the technicalities which is used for explaining the vaisheshika nayayika and bauda terminologies which are which will be understood only 
people who have studied the vaisheshika nyaya and uh, bauddha philosophies so i am not getting into those aspects to explain so that you know if i had read the sanskrit i would have ex- to explain that but here i am using only what mat- makes us simple and easy to understand so the objection is what is denoted by the word form of things how can there be any meaning of words for a sentence in the case of an assertion of non being one without a second the assertion would become meaningless and wrong invalid is an objection which is begging because the verb the form the name has a meaning namadheyam is the word used the dependency on the namadeyam is equally applicable to the sentences also when the sentences are being used even that sentences become meaningless when if you are saying that this has no meaning so the answer is that this doesn't vitiate our position because what sentences asserts is the cessation negation of the apprehension of being deep separate in the form of the world in the name and form and when the one without a second that is used the being has not become second one different from itself even when the world is being experienced and it doesn't become a non being because non being or that which can get destroyed or this this thing even when the names and forms are being destroyed or diminished the existence aspect of the object cannot be negated you may negate the name you may negate the form but suppose in this is especially in the in the case of uh, nayayika they they accept a term called abhava means absence as a padartha when you say that you don't experience a pot and we for us we say that the pot is not there that is all no but as per the nayayika the logicians or the visheshika no you are experiencing the absence of the pot because absence is a positive aspect of the pot which had a reality of its own and that existence is transferred because of which we feel the absence of the pot so the absence is a real experience is the stand with this why nayayika take that positive entity entity is mandatory for the absence to be felt to make this understand that the word non is used in the page there is a non existence of pot is the reason why you are calling it as an absence is reality the existence of the absence also is because the pot had an existence and that non existence is the existence absence which you are calling not that there is a separate entity called the absence of the pot therefore whichever way we take or conclude that it is coming down to only one thing that there is only that being sat or the conscious existence which is that one without a second now there are some you know insignificant questions which are coming in the bhasha saying that 
you know they they are using that just because we don't accept something is there in the in the in the not in the realm of cognition where that doesn't mean that there can be a positive existence for that so the example which is that while resting on a horse itself turns its face away from a object which is standing before it then the object is not there the sentence this does not cannot mere negation or being we conclude that the sentence that this was non being only that is non being as used for the purpose of denying the possible wrong notion that it might be entertained by the people it's only after the wrong notion has been expressed it can be denied that is it was non being can be expressed only when you have a being so if you had used that because it was not cognized such an object is non being you are you even for using that non being thing you need to assume something which is positive the non being or the asat or the negative way in which which cannot be said that cannot be considered of a thing which is born out of non being or non existence because they were trying to explain that when we are saying that you know it is not there or there is no nothing like that when a, a you know a, an explanation is being given it they want to presume that that thing was born from the non existence so but shankara says that that expression is only to confuse the way of a being thing which is there in the existence the non cognition of that doesn't make it as a non being but only thing it is that it is not being cognized or it is not being so so the word ajayata without a word ajayata is used by the ved veda in this particular sutra mandra is only from the vedic point of view because it is the word itself has got is is born from that existence only and non existent nothing can take place or nothing can be born this is how that first mantra is starting then second mantra it starts kutastu kala saumyam syaditi hovacha katamastad sajjayate iti satveva saumya idamagrasit ekameva dvitiyam but how indeed could this be my thus my dear how could the being be born from non being no that is the question of the sun no my dear it was the being alone that existed in the being the one without a second this detailed explanation will be taken up in the next class because each mantra by itself has got lengthy lengthy discussion by shankara's commentary understanding this is very much important for understanding tattvamasi otherwise we will never grasp the meaning of tattvamasi which is being the theme of this sixth chapter without knowing what is sat why it is asat is not what is asat is what is being told by usage it also has the word sat in it and it has to be everything to be understood as sadeva saumya idamagravasi ekameva dvitiyam 
ekameva adyutiyam one without a second was the real fundamental thing from which the whole world of experiences appears or have taken the shape of names and forms which we are giving the reality our reality of the bangle and gold and the pot is exactly the same to the reality which we are giving to the world of objects in our day to day transactional world the dependency for that is the same sat which was ekameva dvitiyam before it took in the shape of names and forms we'll continue this in the friday class om purnamada purnamidam purnat purnamudachyate purnasya purnamadaya ಪೂರ್ಣಮೇವಾವಶಿಷ್ಯತೆ ಶಾಂತಿ 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 ಹರಿ ಶ್ರೀಗುರುಭ್ಯೋ ನಮಃ ಹರಿ ಥ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ಯು ಧನ್ಯವಾದ ಥ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ಯು ಬಿಂದುಜಿ ಥ್ಯಾಂಕ್ ಯು ವೆರಿ ಮಚ್ ಯಾಶುವಲ್ ಕಿರಣ್ ಗೋ ಹೆಡ್ ಯು ಕಮ್ ಅಪ್ ಫಸ್ಟ್ ಜಸ್ಟ್ ರಿಮೆಂಬರ್ ಎವ್ರಿ ಮನ್ ಪ್ಲೀಸ್ ಫೋಕಸ್ ಆನ್ ದಿಸ್ ಉಪನಿಷಾದ್ at uh, first and then if binduji wants to take um questions uh in general advaita that's welcome but let's uh, focus on getting through um this uh part of this uh, upanishad and then we can move on thank you kiran welcome hariyom hariyom namaste patrick ji namaste bindasar charan sparsh namaste everyone uh bindasar uh thanks for the nice uh explanation i um, i was thinking on this i think uh, in the in the in the verse when you are explaining um idamagra saumya eva it says advitiyam uh, it says agra which is the first uh, which means the either the eldest also you can say but why does most of these verses Uh, even in mandukya why why it uses advitiyam rather than using ekam why i mean in our thought process what should change when we think of uh, advitiyam versus i mean in my mind it it is almost equal right if you say there is only one exists ekameva asit or it is advitiyam why is there that change sir that's my question thank you yeah two things agra is the usage in the veda it is agre agre means in the beginning it is not the elder okay that's the first correction second thing is that ekameva when he would st- if the upanishad would have stopped at ekameva we are talking this to our day to day experience where we have multitude we have many multitude in our transactional experience in our day to day experiences we have never been able to conceive or even conceptualize some an entity one without a second the upanishad wants us all to understand that to understand that world of experiences and the reality of it see when i started i started with that 13th third chapter and 14th mantra sarvam khalu idam brahma now we have to link that and here 
So, Sarvam is the word used by the Upanishads itself. And when it said Brahma Sarvam Kaluitam, everything else, everything here, what you experience is Brahma. That everything, when it is negated, what is left out is what? The last one which you negate is the second one. You say the 100th is not there, 99th is there, no, say it's 88, 10th is not there, 9th is not there. And then the, the last one which you negate is, the second is also not there. Then what is left is one only, no? But if one only has been told, the mind which is used to the multiplicity will ask the question, out of this which one will be the question which the mind can ask? There will be a tendency for the mind to ask, out of my, all my experiences, which experience is that one which is real or which is giving me the experience of that surupa or the fundamental reality? That question will come to every one of us. To negate that, the use of adhidiyam is used that, that experience where you don't experience the second one. That is your reality. Or if you see the oneness in everything without a second second thing, then everything becomes the same. There also there is no second one. Sarvam Kaluidam Brahma is also saying that if, if everything is Brahma, there is not only Brahma, there is nothing other than Brahma, means non other than Brahma is Adhudiyam again. Other than Brahma, there is nothing else. So in whichever way you want to derive it, the word Adhidiyam has its own purpose because we are experiencing duality or the multiplicity in the world. To conceptualize a state where there is no second one, we need a training of our mind. To train our mind to make us think is the purpose of the Upanishad when they say Advaitiyam. And that is why Advaita is standing for that. Only Advaita will be able to take you beyond the dualities. To think that state where you are everything or you are the only one. Okay? Beautiful. Thank you. I think especially uh, when you explained that out of so many, if I have to choose one, that becomes Ekam. And after negating everything, the last negation gives us the idea of not the second. I think that was a beautiful explanation, sir. Thank you so much. Chayam Shpash. Hari Om. Hari Om, Arubindji, can you hear me? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. So this Ekamayavadvetiyam, I think now I, I'm getting a hang of why Chandogya dealing with such the existence part of it. Uh, this is uh, very well uh, laid out. Uh, I'm trying to you know, digest this in a way uh, by uh, comparing with motion with wave, motion without wave. Either way, is Ekamayavadvetiyam. And uh, that, that existence, uh, you know, either was there before you, know, you can call it as either in both cases 
the existence is the same. Can we you know, take an analogy here to digest this existence? There's no sugar in this, both, both cases. A washing with wave or washing without wave. Existence is the same. Yeah, you can use that. See, the examples in the Upanishad is only about the mud and the pot or the gold and the ornaments or the iron and the nail cutter. But any example where you see the multiplicity out of one, that is exactly because even that this example is used in the Upanishad, you know, the Salilam Eva. Salilam means water. The Fena, Budbuda, Taranga, the form, the bubble, the wave, everything is nothing but water. Without water, none of them has an existence. The same example is, can be used for this also. So anything which, which makes sense for the individual, he can choose that. Water is a very good example because there is a multiplicity in that, in different names and forms as snow, cloud, rivers, ponds, brook, the tsunami, the waves, the small waves, the ocean. The names and forms are multiple in the forms, but all of them has the fundamental reality of water in it. Without water, the cloud cannot exist. Without water, the snow can exist. Without the water, none of the rivers can exist or the ocean also cannot exist. You can you can use that also very well. I think water is water example is more powerful. Thank you. Namaste Binduji. Think, uh, thank you very much. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Namaste Binduji. Thank you for the good session. So, yeah. I think, Sorry, I got. Yeah. Yeah, I was just saying that that for existence is the base of non-existence. Also, is is one of the most uh, uh, beautiful things concepts right in Advaita I enjoy so especially that particular part example non-existence of what that was uh, very beautiful so yeah I think <laughs> like uh, yeah you couldn't read the Sanskrit so I will uh, probably try to read it right? because I think at that area it is very beautifully expanded right that, that part that example I always like very much yeah in fact if you can understand Sanskrit the beauty of the you know explanation of Shankara's logic and the usage of words are itself enough for you to cross over the doubts of your mind but when we do it to translate into english we have limitation and even when we are doing the english i try my level best to see that it is used in a common languages and not a jargons of you know highly technical english or words in which cannot be uh, confusing because the same word can have different multiple meanings but normal commonly used words are what I am using it because for that keep it simple and straight is my approach which I want to do stick to yeah I feel this establishing that even non-existence is dependent on existence is a huge turning point I feel like it feels like as if it's a climax of a movie or something like this 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 is like really exhilarating I felt very nice when you're explaining thanks again Namaskar Bindoji one uh, question so when uh, when actually one uh, kind of goes into a state where he doesn't do anything 
right consciously gives up uh, any kind of five senses and things like that but it's still not the same as the ultimate state right w- what is your thought about it or is it the ultimate state bizar the state of uh, uh, nirvana not nirvana exactly this uh, i don't know what to call uh, i'm just asking you can we consciously reach that state see i want to make it very clear that there is a lot of misconception or wrong ideas floating around in spirituality that something is going to happen what is called realization to know your true shape of your body when you are standing in front of a mirror all you have to do is discard all your clothes then you see your your shape of your physique right same way all the wrong conceptions and imagination which we have about spirituality have to be dropped because advaita is talking about the reality which is very moment this moment the reality of everything which is there being experienced including you and me and if it is present now and here how can i experience it differently from at a different point of time what is being experienced differently at a different point time will not last because it is conditioned by time and space reality or the truth is the fundamental substratum or the fundamental conditions in which we all depend upon your existence my existence the world existence the every iota or the atoms of the existence is depending upon that so it should be equally present in everything and if some spirituality method or some spiritual method is saying that you know it is an experience which is yes from the mind point of view of the mind which is not potentially capable of seeing that aspect of the truth when the multiplicity being negated there is a there is a knowledge which is taking place or a revelation you can call it as a knowledge or a revelation where you understand that it is the it is that which was there all the while but i it missed my attention what we call it as you know like the marble in the open hand palm the attention will be on the marble not on the palm same way when we are experiencing the world of objects what we are experiencing is the existence of the name and the form of that consciousness which is pulsating in everything and it is so much so present everywhere that there is nothing contrast to it ekameva adyudiyam there is not no duality to contrast it therefore you don't see it only if there is a contrast we are able to see something different but when everything is the same do we see space for example can we see space no we can see only objects in the space we can never see the space because there is no contrast for space in space same way the consciousness 
the awareness or the existence is so permeating into every aspect of our experience sarvam khalu idam brahma that is why we are not able to see it or differentiate it let me say not able to see is a wrong word we are not able to differentiate it because there is nothing contrasting it it is the breath it is the mind it is the vision it is that everything with which you are transacting has to have that in it otherwise non existence will happen non existence means nothing will take place non existence is as srinivas just mentioned even non existence cannot be there independent of the existence that also has dependency on the existence so in whichever way you want to look at it the word nirvana realization experience all of them are from the point of view of duality in advadiyam or in the advaita it is that revelation or that knowledge beyond doubt that you know that this is the reality and it includes my own reality the i which i feel and experience as a physical body is dependent upon the consciousness and the experience with which the body or the experiences are also dependent on they come and go what remains is the existence and awareness in existence and awareness names and forms appear just as in the space names and forms appear we call it as objects same way thanks indraji maybe my question is bit uh, the same so in awareness names and forms disappearing versus in deep sleep the names and forms disappearing is there a difference maybe that was the question i wanted to ask yeah the difference is in the deep sleep there is no multitude or multiplicity so there is no need for awareness awareness is present there also in the waking we are aware and we are cognizing in the cognition when we see multitude without awareness as the fundamental reality or the the truth behind all the names and forms we can experience it only in awareness this awareness in the waking is what we call as gnanam or knowledge or revelation and such a person who has understood and realized it we call him as a gnani or a jeevan mukta binaj i have one more question like uh, there is this example right that fire cannot burn itself or like that they say so uh, in in the case of awareness Uh, awareness should, is aware of itself or uh, what ki- what is the correct way to say is it like awareness cannot be aware of itself or because we call it swayambhu and self luminant so it, it in that way it, it is like fire is can burn itself or something so how how to like what is the correct way to look at this avitnader vitnador vattade so the knower of the knower can never exist that is what brother arunapranath says that the knowing of the knower can never happen if we are thinking that that is why the fire cannot burn itself same way the knower can never be known is because it's always knowing itself 
the fire is always burning itself but we don't call it as fire is burning itself we call only things which go into the fire as things which are getting burned same way in the awareness or in the knowing any object which is appearing with the name and form we call it as an object and this in the form of a this with the name and form even that is in knowing only in that knowing when the when we think of the name and form separate from knowing the object appears but one who when you see this as it is an appearance in knowing or appearance in consciousness then the object we are having a name and form will not make any difference because we know the truth behind it just as the goldsmith will look only from the point of view of the gold whereas a grahak or a customer will see what object he wants like a ring or a bangle or a bracelet or whatever may be the form even though he knows it is gold his attention is on the name and form the goldsmith even sees the name and form his attention is then the gold and he weighs it only as the gold and sells it not in the name of the ornaments okay the ornaments are being given to those who want the ornaments but the gold as far as the goldsmith is concerned he is selling gold same way the knower knows everything is knowing or awareness it is there the names and forms are in the knowing and therefore for him there is no the names and forms has no more trouble but the one who is not knowing that the awareness is the fundamental reality because of which i am knowing the names and forms for him the names and forms are more important than the, the awareness with which it is dependent upon this is how we have to understand the difference between the two thank you vindu ji sometimes poetic this is the sad no just going to finish i was just saying just poetically sometimes it is expressed as ahamanna mahamannada so uh, like that uh, that it is knowing itself like sometimes that kind of expressions also we come across right yeah the upanishads are poetic in all the time right? they have different examples as well as usage of these type of in a poetical example are to take the mind from the multitude to the reality yes vanget thank you bindu bindu ji this intelligent cars into the gold set example from the point of the gold set the intelligent cars how this is resolved with existence sarvagna you know that how how need to be that need to be resolved with existence Uh, I was asking, how do we resolve the intelligent cars that of existence? You took this uh, Goldsmith example. Uh, from the point of Goldsmith, the way the gold is seen. Hence, uh, how do we reconcile existence without with that of intelligent cars? Yeah, see, the material cars and the intelligent cars are second layer of creation. from what has been created there has been creations there you need intelligent cause like a potter or a goldsmith or etc but the primordial condition when ekameva adyutiyam that aspect 
when it becomes multitude how does it become multitude is being explained in the coming mantras which we will go through it again will be step by step we will go it so that it will become clearer there is no need for it because it is not becoming something else if you remember that purusha sukta ajayamano bahuda vijayate is the reason why it doesn't need an intelligent cause for creation because it has not lost itself to become something different even when it is being experienced as the world of names and forms it is the same sat which is there the sat has not gone through any change in the case of mud also mud has not become the pot the mud itself is appearing as a pot be there the intelligent cause the potter was required to give the shape because the pot the mud has a condition where it cannot transform itself whereas consciousness can transform itself into objects there is that is why the difference between the pot and the gold which are this the in consciousness how did that consciousness become the world of dream you should analyze that example to realize how it has become the waking it is the same existence consciousness which is creating the dream world of multitude and the dreamer in it it has not really become the dreamer or the world of dream same way that has not really become the waker who is now talking with the world of objects and people outside separate from that one it is that one without a second which is you me the world and everything it has never become different something that is how one but that ajaya mano bahuda vijayade will be have to be explained when the coming mantras i'll explain it at that time this is to do with the ishara correct the ishara concept of ishara the second level of reality second layer i think we'll go there i think i got it this is what were you going to think with me i think rajma has written in the chat also what about nasadiya sukta yeah nasadiya sukta is a different one it's from the rigveda that has to be taken up separately nasadu vidyadeva that in the gita chapter also it is coming not only this there are many places where this sat sadeva saumyaitagmagra seed or sat is the reality which is being used bindu you don't you don't accept this notion that i um, presented long time ago about the nadis that the, you know the scrolls that are recorded and that the lives are you know recorded on these on these scrolls but in in as much as um bindo when bindo's um form takes its last breath that that collection of life experiences and bindo's stories and bindo's memories those those are those are never lost they're stored let's call it in the akashic field of some kind whatever that is and and then they they 
wholly or in part are remanifested in in another um you know body mind complex gobbledygook so to speak thing how how do you how do you see is i don't accept the notion of reincarnation in that way i just know that nothing dies and and it's all an expression of of consciousness so but but there's a very strong you know tradition in seeing that the one life is reincarnated and expressed as another life and i don't accept that that i don't think it's possible so how do you see it see there are two aspects of it one is from the transactional point of view what you want explanation is from that point of view <clears throat> i don't normally spend my time on the analysis of the transactional world to find the truth behind it because they are always transient in nature whether the nadi or the you know rebirth or cause and effect which is being probed by the those who are talking about rebirth all those things are the magic created for the purpose of enjoyment in the world what we call it as the world of experiences it is it is the same thing some for some when we know the answer we call it as we have found out we are invented but we do not know we are still groping in the darkness because there is there what we know is not even a tip of the iceberg compared to what we do not know so but yatnyatva sarvamidam vitnyadam bhavadi knowing that which becomes the fundamental reality for everything that is my area of interest so i don't really spend my time on finding all these things patrick sorry i am not able to contribute to your answer but i am saying my stand is that for me those things are of lesser importance or i don't even consider them as important yeah but bindo on a transactional level <laughs> on a transactional level do you see uh that uh mind and memory is vaporized and evaporated uh uh and and doesn't take uh another individualized form or uh does it all of those memories and impressions um do those do those are those restored uh as uh, in their entirety in 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 that uh you know super conscious uh you know the uh whatever it's called the um uh you know cosmic uh, conscious d- uh, d- database what do you, i mean i i'm with you but i just want cuz i know you can suspend uh, you can you can speak of both worlds does in the transactional state do you does do the individual um the the notion of individual um thoughts and memories are those do those take the form of uh another so-called individual i think you remember my example when i said you no know, pond and the water evaporating and getting filled with another water 
the water has no memory of the pond when it falls and becomes a river yeah perfect the water will remain as a water yeah right yeah yeah that's it, it it is a pond which has a memory of the pond and it is not the same water which is coming there as the next next time in the next rainy season so from the pond pond point of view you can call it as memory from the pond what makes the pond a pond is because of the water in it if the water is no there there is no pond same way i identify and look at the water level but not at the pond level but i know what pond level what happens but that is of no significance for me that's the bashi of uh, bindo because i remember you told me that like you told us a year ago that that metaphor is so profound i love that and uh, that that was uh, that was yours it wasn't lifted from shankar or anyone else it's one of the best i've heard so anyway I'll um I'll stay quiet now others have got questions I'm sure thank you Bindu ji how do you Bindu ji at a very fundamental level Patrick keeps having questions whereas you are questionless where do you fundamentally find the difference is it just an option like a choice that I you know I have freedom and everybody has freedom or it's at some other subtle level that like you know something else happens or how how do you see this uh, this thing phenomena that many of us still have questions for example and you will not probably have any questions left it is it is see it's the see this is what i'm saying no it is the state in which you are all questionless the question comes from where from the point that you are not understanding what is the fundamental reality if you are knowing it not theoretically but that which has taken you beyond doubts then where can the questions come there is no way you can have the questions no but if you are repeating it that only at the theoretical level questions can still come so there is some difference now finally meaning that uh... see if it so happens that suddenly i am questionless but after some time again the questions come then maybe something you know i have to check with myself but if the if the questions haven't gone meaning like you know if the questions remain you know then uh, see is it a limitation of the brain because to some extent we also require brain to be very active right for uh, even doing this kind of analysis uh, no what i'm basically saying is that of course like you no know, everybody is different but that difference has got to do with like you know conviction i mean at what level that difference is fundamentally arising it could be at dna level it could be at the brain level it could be at the choice level it could be at that's what i'm i'm, I'm not able to understand that right? i'm yeah, just traditionally asking this question not yeah, anything yeah i know that traditionally the tradition accepts this as a chitta shuddhi means the quality and the clarity with which the intellect can understand and absorb the reality once that has taken place then the intellect is settled because he has under, it has understood the the yadnyatva sarvam idam vitnyadam bhavati what the upanishad says now that knowledge which has an answer 
not as an answer for every and every question but the fundamental reality where all questions come from that source once it is known the questions itself cannot come because the questions will come only as long as you do not know that that is why this aspect of understanding that you are that knowledge base or knowledge and all those names and forms and projection of the world and all those experiences are coming out of your own experience or your own awareness but when you do not know that it is out of your own awareness which is these things coming the questions will be appearing to be as somebody else's and the answer to be given by somebody else but both the question and answer is is there with you only you are the one which is asking the question as somebody else and the one which is answering is also you fundamentally but since that answer is coming from yours your own nature or your own fundamental reality then you you are you are getting that light of that knowledge as answer which removes the doubt from your mind so all those things are basically coming from the clarity of the chitta or the intellectual purity and the clarity with which you can understand the reality that's why i said theoretically understanding is different and then knowing that as your own truth is different so is it's okay to just discard the question as opposed to understand and go into deep dive or is it okay to just discard the question and just be in the present no 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 the questions are to be questioned because that is a method of manana don't don't deny that because it should be a conviction only when the questions are not there as long as questions come do not negate it because the more the questions you get clarified the more you will move towards the conviction thank you thank you hari om hari om thank you thank you bilderji hari om